There are plenty of women civil rights activists, many of them being African-American women. We do not give these women enough credit because we focus on African-American men activists like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. My name is Tamia Riley. I am a 16-year-old student at Building 21 High School. Today, I am giving you a biography on Dorothy Heights, who was a civil rights activist. Dorothy Heights was born March 12, 1912, in Richmond, Virginia, with her mother, who was a nurse, and her father, who was a contractor. When Dorothy was a teen, she and her family moved to Rankin, Pennsylvania, where she attended a racially integrated school. She always was a good public speaker. She became socially and politically active, joining an anti-lynching campaign, which got her into a competition that awarded her with a college scholarship. In 1929, she got accepted in Barnard College, but could not attend because the school did not admit African Americans. Instead, she went to New York University and received a bachelor's degree in 1930 and a master's degree in psychology in 1932. Dorothy Heights got her first job as a social worker in Harlem, New York. After being a social worker for five years, in 1937, Heights joined the YWCA, which stands for Young Women's Christian Association, which job was to stop racism, bring peace, empower women, and promote justice and freedom. That didn't stop Heights when she became a leader in the organization. She even started diverse programs and advocated to integrate young women's Christian facilities all over the world. One of Heights' major accomplishments at the YWCA was directing the integration of all of its centers in 1946. She also established the Centers for Racial Justice in 1965, which she ran until 1977. Opportunities and doors continued to open when Dorothy Heights met with African-American leader Mary McLeod Bethune. She was then encouraged to work with the National Council of Negro Women, which was right on the path of what she was reaching for. Heights focused on ending lynching of African-Americans and reconstructing the criminal justice system. In 1957, she became the fourth president of the National Council of Negro Women for 40 years with the brave courage of Dorothy Heights, the NCNW supported voting registration in the South while also financially providing aid for several civil rights activists throughout the country. Many people view Heights as an inspiration and brave soul of knowledge. She was often called by Eleanor Roosevelt, Dwight D. Ansha Howard, and Lyndon B. Johnson to give advice on political issues. Here's an example of one person who saw Dorothy Heights as an inspiration. Her name was Eleanor Holmes Norton. She said that Dorothy Heights deserves credit for helping black women understand that you had to be feminist at the same time you were African American. That you had to play more than one role in the empowerment of black people. Dorothy Heights became one of the leading figures of the civil rights movement. She worked with Martin Luther King Jr., A. Philip Randolph, Whitney Young, John Lewis, and James Farmer. They were sometimes called the Big Six of Civil Rights Movement on different campaigns and initiatives. She was even called the godmother of civil rights by our former president, Barack Obama.
Dorothy Heights helped organize the March on Washington for jobs and freedom. Although she stood close by Martin Luther King Jr. while he gave his I Have a Dream speech, no women were offered to speak. Despite the gender discrimination, Heights continued to strive for change. She put the cause before herself. Because of her hard work in the United States, Height was able to travel. She served as a visiting professor at the University of Delhi, India, and with the Black Women's Federation of South Africa. For all her efforts during the Civil Rights Movement, Height was awarded and recognized by many organizations. In 1989, she received the Citizens Medal Award from President Ronald Reagan, and in 2004, Height was honored with the Congressional Gold Medal. The same year, Height was included into the Democracy Hall of Fame International. She also received an estimated of 24 honorary degrees. On April 20, 2010, Height passed away at the age of 98. Her funeral was held at the Washington National Cathedral. Dorothy Height's funeral was attended by President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama. Today, Dorothy Height's legacy still lives on with the freedom and empowerment of African-American women and men. To be a civil rights activist, just like Dorothy Heights, you have to have patience, time, and you have to be willing to put others before yourself. You also have to be able to deal with not being able to make a change when you want it to be a change. And you also have to deal with people not allowing you to make that change. And you're also going to deal with people who may not agree with what you want, but as long as you can fight for what you think is right, then you have any power to be a civil rights activist or to just fight for a cause.